0: Hello friends, my name is James Hopkins, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alicino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hopkins. On this show, we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Far. What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi Di De, De Niro. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk. And it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear. And you're going to be perfect. you normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDdenaro.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi DiDenero, De always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Parlay Le- Vu podcast. Alicino is probably in a painkiller-induced coma right now. Had a little mishap with the old back-hip combo that he's got going on. So, didn't even show up to work today. Really? Yeah, that's why I kind of figured you. That's why I texted you first thing in the morning. Damn. That's okay. Not- like and he told yesterday when we were leaving work, he told me he wasn't doing great. So I was like, All right. gotcha. We'll see. We got Jack, we got Brian on Because we today's going to be almost everything NFL offseason related. We were talking off air and this is why we're gonna start with it because I don't think you guys heard the story. I'm I didn't like dive deep into the articles, but I did see key talking points about the Joe Mixon deal. Yeah. The cops were staking out his house for double digit hours. I don't know how long it was. I think it was reportedly like 11.30 p.m. the night of the situation that they knocked on the door and said, police, please come out. Eventually police enter his home. I'm pretty sure someone was detained, but here's the situation, right? This is why the cops were there to begin with. The neighbors, high school aged teenagers in a neighboring house were playing Nerf Wars and shots were fired from joe mixon's house towards the children don't know who shot them actual bullets wow. actual people killing bullets were fired at a group of high schoolers having a nerf battle in on their own backyard you know in in the neighboring property damn and someone who was inside of joe mixon's home was shooting a gun at them allegedly So that is allegedly why, but the police, they had it from all sides of the house, from the street, from the backyard, they had the house boxed in. And we're just full blown stakeout, dude. Just waiting for him to release himself. Damn. Wish Alcino was here. This This is, these are the character issues that we're talking about here, not Zach Wilson. Not being interviews. not being quite great at handling <laughs> the New York media. That's not we're talking. Joe Mixon, who was a character issue guy, who fell out of the first round because of it, yeah. because he had a domestic assault incident with Same. a then girlfriend yeah. in college. And now here we are. We're talking about him again. Same thing we were talking about with Jalen Carter. Turns out he was booked for the involvement in that car crash that killed right. the player and the and the recruiting as a scouting assistant, yeah, recruiting, a recruiting assistant. assistant. The night after the national championship game, they're trying to plug it, uh, connect it to drunk driving and street racing that caused yeah. the accident. The blood alcohol content in both passengers that were killed in that car crash was well above double the legal limit. Yeah. But yeah, that Joe Mixon shit is wild. Like, it seems like every time one of these stories comes up, it's always a repeat offender. It's always something like. When you hear the cops are outside Joe Mixon's house, were you just like, here we go again? Because that's how I felt Well, it is, it's
1: weird because even after the Super Bowl, he had that weird incident where he got in trouble in Cincinnati for pulling a gun on someone, like yeah. in the middle of the street. And then that wound up, I guess, didn't that wind up just being like a nothing, like a bullshit sort of thing where they kind of just figured it wasn't a big deal and then that was it? Um, This new thing that was wild, why are you shooting guns at it?
0: Nerf guns are (laughs) are fucking orange and blue and red and all sorts of colors of the rainbow, And they don't make noise. They're not, yeah.
1: And they don't make noise. (laughs) You you wouldn't hear gunshots. It's not an
0: airsoft gun. It's not a paintball gun. These are Nerf guns. These are children running around in broad daylight daylight shooting crayon-colored fake guns with soft foam darts at each other. And whether it was you, whether it was somebody in your entourage, what are we doing here? So we're running a sloppy shit. Did they wind up, so is Mixon
1: been arrested? Or I'm
0: not now? sure if they brought him in or not. I don't not know. Sure. I think we're, we're lacking proof here. I don't know what happened, what, if they ever got into the house and got a warrant or whatever. Right. But I think a simple fact of the matter here is in my small understanding of the law, is that they're not going to be able to pinpoint who did what. So right. unless they wind up finding an unmarked gun or they wind up, you know, yeah. I think it all depends on how the situation is going to unfold. If we had, that is pretty if we had contact, bullet meets flesh. Uh, someone's arrested. Someone's yeah. never. I bet you Mixon sits the whole year out, whether it was him or not, just because it happened in his house. You think so? You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, the, we just said a gun incident that wound up getting dismissed as nothing a couple of weeks ago, and now a few weeks down the line, another yeah. gun incident coming from his house, whether it was him or not. Yeah, because then the question now is going to be, what does the NFL do? You know. And the jamarant Morant shit, which is not the same sport, but right. it's just- It's
1: all in the news. It's in all the of
0: these guys, we're all working together to control our narrative here, where we want to, especially the NBA, we're like, we just, what are we doing? We just got out of the early 2000s, late 90s deal right. with all of the cra- craziness there. So the jaw that's a conversation for another day. I want you know here <laughs> when we discuss jaw, which I'm sure this is far from over with him. I wonder if he ever yeah. plays again this year.
1: Uh I guess it really depends. I mean they're they're talking about well he was talking about rather it
0: being more of a uh, like a mental health thing. Um Yeah, it's always a mental health thing. It yeah, might be but you know what? Whenever so guys cool. make a bad move, it's always a mental health thing. Yeah, there's but no, you know what? This is my problem. It's, yeah. I'm all for like the we just for for years and years and years, no one went to therapy. If you want right. to have therapy, you're crazy. Mental like there's no positivity speaking about mental health. And that's a problem. And it's great that everyone's able to openly talk about it now, and people get the help they need. And there's no, we're removing the stigma, but we can't remove personal accountability with it. Yeah, know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's got to be, because it's every time. Ben Simmons can't fucking make a shot anymore. It's his mental health. His mental, he didn't have a mental health problem when he was dropping twenty point triple doubles, but once he can't fucking yeah, but earn his money on the court. In
1: that case is weird because you never. You know, athletes are weird like that. If they're out of their rhythm, then they're out of their rhythm. You know, that's... I think it's a little bit different. The John Moran thing, I mean, if we're going to... If it is truly is a mental health thing, then, you know, are we just compensating for something? Is that what it is? Are we having, like, extreme imposter syndrome where we feel like we have to do these things, you know, to prove something? Like, is that what's going on here? Because, honestly, that seems like what the narrative on Twitter is from people who are familiar with, like, you know... Being in the NBA, being in the NFL, like you see these former stars being like, this is not the culture we wanted to bring up. We want to shift the culture. So, like, is that you know, is that what's going on? Like,
0: the only thing that I have to say to John Moran about the situation is simply this: Your boys are not your boys. Like, I mean, your the your boys who you think are your boys that you have running around in your inner circle right now. If they were truly your boys, they would not. You wouldn't have a fucking phone inside the club if I if I knew you had a gun on you, you know? Like, right, yeah. You don't have people who are looking out for your best interest, Jha. They're looking out for their own best interest. Right. And I think you should comb over your inner circle and find a couple of the people that n- need to get cut loose. We need to do some trimming of the fat. Yeah. 23, young, impressionable kid. I get it. Memphis, not a great area. Memphis, from what I understand, is a city... But I can understand getting caught up in the gang, you know, gang style of living, Mm. thug style of living, quote unquote, because it is a very gang affiliated area, parts of Memphis. It's not a great city. They're great parts, like anywhere else. Bad parts, good parts. But the bad parts there, from what I've been told from people who have firsthand experiences there, it's not a great place. You know? Would, Would the same thing be happening if he was in Charlotte? Maybe, but... Maybe not. Uh, or Utah? Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I get that. I do get that. But, yeah. Either way,
1: hopefully everyone starts keeping their guns at
2: home. Let's, s- out. Move, Let's move, move on from. Listen, <laughs> listen, Joe, you got to stop mixing it up on us, all right, dude? Oh, we're stop. going back to Joe. <laughs> you got to stop Mix
0: it up, up less, dude. Yeah, mix it <laughs> up just a little it. less.
2: Stop <laughs> stepping on it, dude. You know what? That's what I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say. P. Ryan's
0: going to make you real expensable. expendable. Yeah. Let's let's take the legalities out of the matter for a little bit here. The first quarterback, Domino, fell earlier this week, which I don't think anyone in this room expected to be the first one to fall. Yeah, Derek Carr made his decision to sign with the New Orleans Saints. Was that a four-year 165? I don't
1: even think they announced the deal yet. I
0: honest. saw numbers on it. Really? Yeah, I thought it was 465.
1: I, I don't even know how the Saints are signing him, to be honest. I'll, I'll look it up real quick for you. How are the Saints signing him?
0: Well, (laughs) this is what the Saints do, dude. We kind of discussed it a couple... I looked
1: it up the other day for Andrew because we were talking about it. Their cap space is 25 mil right now.
0: Negative 25 mil, right? Yeah. Negative 25 mil? No, no, no. I think it's just 25 mil. Oh, they were negative like 44 million. But like
1: even 25 mil, signing Derek
0: Carr, how much is left? No, because (laughs) what they do is and we kind of discussed this a couple of weeks ago, they add ghost years onto all of the, It's how they do almost all of their extensions in big contracts. Before you
1: keep going, four years, 150 mil.
0: 150. For Derek Carr. Yeah, so. 28, so.
1: twenty million signing
0: bonus. Yeah, they, that first of all, that's how they do it. They yeah. give a bunch of cash up front. Also, they take these deals, they throw like two, three, four ghost years at the end of every contract that are effectively zero or dead actually, deals. They
1: structured him a little different, this guy. He's only making one point five million next year, right? Um, but then he jumps up to thirty million the next year. And yeah, then thirty be- after that, and then fifty. After because
0: that. they gave him twenty eight million at signing, right? And then what's his base pay this year? One point five. And next year it's one point five. Next year it jumps up to thirty. Yeah, because they gave him the twenty eight point whatever. Right. Like okay. Signing I donors. see
1: what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. So they take these these ghost years at the end of the deals, three years, four years, typically, that are just dead, you know, empty dummy years in the deal. So then when they're in situations like this, they take, let's just say, for example, Alvin Kamara, even though it's not a great example, right? Alvin Kamara's base salary for this season is roughly $14 million. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, we're gonna take that $14 million base salary, we're going to convert it into a signing bonus, which then allows us to divvy up that 14 million across those ghost years and just kick the can further down the line. So we're just robbing Peter to pay Paul. They did it with the center. They're going to do it with um, probably Marshawn Lattimore. They're probably going to try They got to do something with Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas cap hit next season is $56 million.
2: Really?
0: Yeah. So they just keep kicking the can down the line to create. They were they had like sixty something million in dead money two years ago, fifty something million in dead money last year, and they're looking at like forty something million in dead money so this just year. Making their way up, basically. When so as I saw Nick Wright said this on FS1, I'm sure you know him if you saw his face. Right. I don't know if you know the guy. You know who Ted Stepien is? It sounds familiar. Ted Stepien was an, an NBA GM back in the day, okay. who was just like. Trades, 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 trades. Take all of my first-round fucking picks. Take them all. I don't need them. Right. And it's, one, it's kind of like a loophole where you, if you're just unloading all of your first-round picks, but it ultimately was a detriment to the team because when you miss on fucking half of these trades, 70% of these trades, now you have no picks to, re, to right. rebuild the team. So that's why there is now a rule in the NBA called the Stepien Rule, which prevents teams from trading back-to-back first-round picks which is why that's why that rule exists that's why when you look at the trade deadline and they're like oh well they don't have their own pick this year they have their pick but they can't trade it so then they have to trade this pick right it's why the lakers are trading the 2029 pick now you know yeah it's why the fucking damn i never knew that it's why the fucking nets traded the pick that ultimately became jason tatum for kevin garnett and paul pierce back in the day
1: jeez was that long yeah wow
0: yeah because you can't trade if you trade so three first round picks down the line. Yeah. if you trade three first round picks right now it would have to be 2023 2025 2023 2027 if you had them all and the ability to trade them right. if you traded 2022 you can't trade 2023 so even though you have it so you, you can't trade that pick next year that's why you see like drafting trades like teams will agree to a trade in the nba we're gonna do this trade, whatever. Yeah. It's that pick. We're on the clock, but like we're making the pick. But who do you want?
1: Right.
0: We want this and guy. Draft him, that. and then hours after the, you know, minutes after the draft, they make the trade. That's why you always yeah. see these guys at the NBA draft. Way. Yeah. Guys at the NBA draft wearing a Hornets hat, but he's gonna be on the Timberwolves. Yeah. You know, like they all these guys have the wrong hats because it can't be made official until after the fact. Yeah. That's why everyone says. I think it's the Utah Jazz drafted Kobe and then traded him to the Lakers. How dumb. Well, no, that's not the case at all. <laughs> the Lakers had traded, forget the guy's name, but their center at the time, they traded to unload the the money on him to be able to bring in a, a little guy named Shaquille O'Neal. Gotcha. And part of the trade with the all-star center that they had in place at the time was that pick. So they picked him. The Lakers picked him. Mm. It's just on paper he it's got Utah. Picked. I think yeah. it was Utah or the Hornets. The Hornets. The Hornets. So that's that. Derek Carr with the Saints, uh, instantly the best quarterback in the division. Probably win the division. I mean, you got
1: Kyle Tasker. Probably Kyle Sam Trask. Darn- Kyle Trask. Yeah. Sorry, probably Sam Darnold. You would think. Draft um, a rookie. And who else is in that division? I'm blanking out on right now.
0: The Bucks. The we got Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. The Jaguars. And the, yeah. And Trevor no, 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 no. That's we're talking. No, talk, that's, no AFC. that's AFC. NFC South, Falcons, Panthers, yes, Falcons. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then Desmond Ritter? So you're talking out on Lamar, so... He just went from being the fourth best quarterback in his division Mm -hmm. to the only starting quarterback in his division right now. Because theoretically, theoretically, all three of those teams probably don't have their starter. Panthers don't have a starter on the roster. I mean,
1: they seem like they're going to go with Darnold, but that's probably... Right, but
0: he's not on the roster right now he's not he's a free agent that was oh, his fifth year, I didn't last know that. year. oh shit. yeah so the panthers have pj walker i think on the roster and matt corral yeah the bucks have kyle trask and that's it falcons have desmond ritter and that's it and i'm not sure if Marcus they have anyone mario else. To yeah so i mean generational sw- switch in terms of the yeah. divisional ch- uh, challenge that there's going to be there for him they seem to still have a good defense, but yeah. I who knows. I mean, Lattimore's still good. If Cameron Mike Jordan's say their still good. It's
2: still good. It's just that there's no offense to show that there is defense. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I think a big yeah, a big part of that last year was the offense was so bad, but the main part of the offense was you had Andy Dalton kind of just game management. I'm
2: willing to bet list. And dude. also,
0: we just said that we have Mike Thomas fifty six million on the cap next year. I think it's twenty something million on the cap this year. Yeah. He hasn't played. He's played three games in two seasons. Go ahead.
2: I'm willing to bet that if you bet the under on any Saints game last year, you would have hit a 65% clip. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but that would be my guess. Because I don't think they scored past 20 points more than three times.
0: The Saints? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. I want to finish the point about the Nick Wright, Ted Stepien thing. Oh, Nick Wright said that he thinks that the rule, a, a similar rule, is coming based on what the Saints are doing. To the right NFL, now. based on what the Saints are doing right now with the dead, with the ghost years, and the that you're this, not going to be able to do that. In yeah, the future. Or they're going to limit <laughs> it or something like that. There was, a, I knew, th- I had to tie it back because we just wound up going on an yeah. NBA tangent. Well,
2: do they have draft capital?
0: Who Saints? I don't know. They moved up to get Olave last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have a first round pick. Yeah, they might not. Um,
2: uh, before we... Are we moving on to a different topic
1: here? I was just going to say, Derek Carr, real quick. Um, I think the Saints offense is going to be popping. I think the biggest concern right now is going to be, is Alvin Kamara going to jail or not? Because... What about their wide
0: receivers? A lot of... It's a lot to- a lot are of- you Are you... Are you willing to bet right now in fucking March... That Mike Thomas plays even ten games next year?
1: No, absolutely not. So, my,
0: so Marquez Calloway, yeah, Deontay Harris. Is it any different Chris of a Olave? situation outside of
1: Devontae Adams than what Derek Carr was already in before Devontae got there?
0: Well, Hunter got hurt last year, but I think they yeah, had they true? had some weapons. Darren Waller Hunter. I think Thomas, pro, Brian to go Edwards what you're saying, Ruggs and before that happened, If Thomas plays more than ten games, I think
1: the offense is pretty good. Um, they had Juwan Jordan kind of popping off towards the end of the year. He's
0: pretty good. Um, he's not even the best tight end on the team. He's not. It's but, Taysom Hill. But he was catching... <laughs> shut up. <laughs>
1: but he was catching, uh, he was catching balls. No one um,
2: knows what Taysom Hill does, dude. It's been how many years? We still don't know what he does. He does
1: whatever the Saints ask him to do. He does whatever the fuck he wants, Yeah. Dude. Um, little but program. yeah, that's I all I really got on what he is. on Car. What else on Derek Carr,
2: Jack? That. I don't got anything on Derek Carr, but I do have a little something on the spectrum of free agent quarterbacks. Cool. Well, I have a whole list here, have a whole so list. maybe we'll get to it. All if right, we well don't, let's save kick, all questions till the end. Yeah.
0: Save all your questions till the yeah. end. There it is. Yesterday, I think yesterday, Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. Yeah.
2: So, this is perfect timing. Because <laughs> is, what a is, great
0: segue. Would you look at that? <laughs> yeah, Would you just um, look at it?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you guys... Jesus Christ, this microphone. I'm going to lose my mind. Lock it. I, I tried, dude. Anyway. Did you guys not see that Adam Schefter said something? I don't know if he was joking, but he said that there was a deal in place yeah, for no. Washington to yeah, No, I think yeah, he so was absolutely joking
0: was because isn't PFT. Who's a, who's a PFT, center? right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he was fucking with that. It guy. was
1: really fucking funny, and Schefter did a really good job of making it. Because if someone
0: like, else said that to me, I don't know real. if it was you or someone else said that to me, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he was just fucking with PS. I had
1: to. I'll be honest. I saw the video same way Jack does, and I went immediately to Twitter, and I'm like,
0: Is this how it happened? I didn't even hesitate. I'm like, He's fucking with them. Really? I didn't even look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't even look. Good out. for you because I was like, I, I, I have to know. I got to know. So um, the non-exclusive franchise tag. The number, I think, is 10 million off. I think the exclusive franchise tag is 45, non exclusive is like 33, a rough ish. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure Brian knows. I'm sure you may or may not know the difference between. What's the difference between the exclusive and non exclusive franchise tag? Good question, stranger. I'll tell you. Exclusive franchise tag means that's it. You cannot go play for anybody else. You're either going to sign the franchise tag and play the year with us, or you're going to sit out and do nothing good for your value. The non-exclusive franchise tag allows players to basically become a restricted free agent, a la the NBA. You're allowed to go speak to other teams, sign to an offer sheet. If you sign to the offer sheet, the Baltimore Ravens would then have five days to match the offer sheet or decline. And if they decline, the team who signs the player sends two first-round picks to the Ravens and it's a done deal, or another trade that the two parties can come to an agreement on. Mm. I don't see a world where the Ravens say you're going to get less than, than two out of right. us. Yeah, I don't see a world where that happens. The interesting, the part where this story takes a turn is um, almost immediately yep. five teams who are in need of quarterbacks came out and said they're not interested, which from a tactical standpoint around <laughs> draft time, around free agency makes no sense to no. me whether you're in whether you're like bluffing or not i just it makes zero sense what was it the the falcons immediately said no the Colts. the Colts, right um commanders were they on there
1: commanders I, i'll follow, look it up for you i know it was the falcons because falcons were catching
0: a lot of traction for lamar panthers were before, for sure on that before, list before
1: uh things kind of started going but um Yeah, I think the Panthers were two.
0: Let's see. So when this list came out, my buddy Ross gave me a call, as he does for all things Jets-related. And at this point, we still were considering Lamar to be a Jets-related topic. Called me, oh, you see the non-exclusive tag, whatever this and that. Uh, You see all those teams that already said they're not interested. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's crazy. Like, what do you think that's all about? And I said, "Go ahead." So it's the Falcons, Dolphins,
1: Panthers, Commanders, and the Raiders. Immediately, so I was said, wrong about not interested. So Dolphins, though, what? So <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> you want to? You don't want to have Lamar Jackson and Tyree Hill on the same team? What
0: the fuck? <laughs> while while the Dolphins come up because I didn't think it was that significant. It's not on the rundown. Two was taking Jiu-Jitsu in the off season to learn how to fall better. Did you see that? Go to wrestling school and take a. Bomb. He's taking BJJ. All huh? right. To learn how to yeah right go to (laughs) NYWC; they'll teach you (laughs) right into your park. oh yeah so right off the top of my head when he said why why, like what what is this like why do you think these five teams would just immediately take themselves out of the conversation before it even starts and me off off rip without looking at anything without having any like seeing it come from from anywhere like dude i gotta be honest with you he wants like better than the deshaun watson deal and I think the NFL wants to prevent that from becoming a precedent. They want to defend that like to the fucking death. They don't want it. They think they all view the Deshaun Watson contract as a mistake and a huge tactical error on the owner's part by even allowing this to become a possibility. And they're going to put their foot down. So then he's like, oh, all right, you really think so? Yeah, whatever. Get off the phone. A couple hours later, I'm scrolling Twitter and Trey Wingo. Don't you know it? Reported that he believes the NFL owners are banding together to put a stop to more contracts like the Deshaun Watson contract. Don't pay the man. They will. Well, they don't want to give it all guaranteed. Right. They don't want to give the whole guaranteed. It's not a matter of paying the man. I believe somebody would offer him a three hundred million deal, deal with a hundred and two hundred million guaranteed. Yeah. You know, you might get a two hundred eighty million dollar deal with two hundred five guaranteed, one ninety five guaranteed. But no one's giving you the 250 guaranteed yeah. the, whole, the whole life of the contract. No shot, even for injury. There's no way the NFL wants to do it. You know what I was thinking, too? This might be a dumb reason why, but it could be why.
1: Do you think teams are hesitant because with Lamar, you kind of have to revamp and reform a whole entire offense when he comes in the building?
0: I do, but I think it's silly.
1: I think it's silly, too. But do you think that's a reason why, where they're like, you know, we don't really want to? Because, you know, it, it does come when it's, you know, and we don't know. This This goes to, Lamar was on a team, and this point's been made a million times over and over since he's been a free agent, but Lamar was on a team that was spending the least amount of money on receivers.
0: Well, so, so yeah. goes even further than that, because I, I think yes, the answer to that question is yes, and I think it's silly because, one, he's an all-world talent. He's an, right. one of the youngest NFL MVPs MVP. ever, yeah. 23 years old NFL MVP. Electric at every level we've ever seen the kid going back to his high school mixtapes before we knew his name. Yeah. You know, when you, all those plays when he was in high school. I, it's because of Greg Roman. Because Greg Roman historically, before he worked for the Rams and came, or the Ravens rather, and came in and and built this this Lamar Jackson type of offense, Greg Roman has always been known for having a system that running backs and offensive linemen love and wide receivers hate because running backs eat and wide receivers see few and far. Like, even if they throw the ball, the ball's got to get spread out and we're throwing to tight. Tight ends love it. Wide receivers hate it. Yeah. It's a known thing about Greg Roman. And I think the whatever you want to say about it, you can say it worked or it didn't work. I mean, when they were playing, they were unstoppable a couple of years. You know, I think at one point they might have became a little too – one dimensional, but Lamar doesn't get hurt. It I mean, they went pretty far away with Ty yeah. Huntley, and I don't think much of him as an NFL quarterback. It's wild.
1: I mean, going back to what I said before, it's wild to me if the Dolphins were like, no.
0: Like well, commitment to Tua.
1: Commitment to Tua, but God Got damn A lot like, of money
0: to shell out, buddy.
1: I know, but like you don't think about shipping Tua and then making it work
0: from yeah, there. Paying, like... Yeah, but so you gotta get rid of Ty. You can't re-sign uh Waddle.
2: Yeah, I guess Can't
0: keep Tyreek Waddle yeah. and pay Lamar and Bradley Chubb, who they just gave 105 million dollars yeah. to. Yeah,
1: so he's just and gonna they have the two.
0: The the they have the two like two corners in the top seven as far as pay goes. I believe in the NFL, they were like one in three at one point. But you know how this goes; more right. and more people get paid. There's just not enough money, I think, for them. And I believe McDaniel believes in Tua. To so another team, if if the concussion thing didn't happen, even the Raiders. What are we gonna too. say? Like you have you know? no one now. The Raiders thing is insane. And
1: you would have Lamar and Devontae. Like, what are we talking about right now? And Josh Jacobs, you just franchise tagged him. But like right. he don't even want to be there.
2: <laughs> but I think Lamar
0: probably stays. I think yeah, it's I a think brilliant. It's I think it's time. a brilliant move for the Ravens because they were just like, listen, Lamar, it's not gonna happen. And like Here's a non-exclusive tag go see for yourself. Yeah. If somebody else is willing to give it if to they you, If they were maybe, calling, you, know? you would know. Yeah. yeah. Go test the market. Go Do you like think it's not just him not having an agent. I think that's a part of it. I think we're doing too much here with the nobody needs an agent anymore thing. Really? Okay. Tell Rich Paul that, you know. Go tell these super agents. Yeah that that you don't think they need an agent. And we kind of talked about it when you – I think you were here when we were talking about the combine. Yeah. Agents get to walk around at the combine and kind See of ta- legally off. tamper, but players can't. Next up on the ticker here, Mike Lombardi, I believe, on Pat McAfee today says that the Rams, quote, unquote, have made calls about trading Matt Stafford. Not only would they, they would be delighted to. Just <laughs> the way Michael Lombardi reports it, reported seems like it today. Up the roster anyway. Problem with that is fifty-seven million dollars guaranteed this season for Matt Stafford. Coming off an elbow injury yeah. and spinal stenosis or neck contusions, whatever he's got going on. Sounds like a Colts quarterback to me, even though we're not doing that anymore. He says he still wants to play. I think he ultimately winds up staying because that $57 million is an absolute albatross. No one's going to be able to take that on and give you compensation that you're going to be willing to take. And who says Stafford wants to leave? Right. We're at a point now where Matt Stafford, 13 years in the league, going on 14, I think, going on his 14th year, won a Super Bowl, made a ton of money, lived a hell of a roller coaster with Kelly, his wife, Kelly Stafford, with the cancer. Who's to say he just goes? Doesn't go? Look, I don't want to take a pay cut. I like LA. If you don't, I'm just going to retire. Yeah. I mean, if you want to trade me, I'm just going to retire. So I think it's Rams or bust on the Stafford yeah, end. Yeah, I
1: think that seems about right. I mean, who would even like? Who, he's not like you're saying. He's not probably what willing what to open up a new chapter. If you're
0: the general manager of any team, which team would it be that comes calling for him? Uh, yeah, at this point.
1: I was gonna say the commanders,
0: but no way.
1: Maybe the Bucks.
0: Maybe, maybe the Bucks, because you still maybe. got
1: Evans and Godwin. Like, you know, not. And then they
0: haven't shut the door on bringing Leonard Fournette back on a cheaper deal.
1: Right. So maybe the Bucks. Maybe. But does he want to go play for the Bucks? Like,
0: probably not. <laughs>
1: I, the defense isn't is as great as does. it was. I mean, Mike Evans was like, I don't even know what was going on with Mike Evans last year for a bit, but.
0: Yeah. very odd stuff going on with the Los Angeles Rams. You know, hey, I think they're just blowing it up. I think this is the result of fuck them picks, bro. This right. is this the is ultimate what, end game with what fuck you've been them been picks. for
1: for a minute is, you know, you paid up to get your Super Bowl and now you got it. And now the price. It's
0: after the Super Bowl. Cool. So, debt collector's knocking on the door, dude. Yeah. You mortgage the future for the now. Gino Smith, they wrote him oh, off. Oh yeah, they wrote him they off. They wrote him off, but he ain't right yeah, back. He fucking signed and, on. and now he's fucking signing checks, dude. Three years, 105 million for yeah. the former New York Jets second-round pick. The man got paid, yeah. and I gotta be honest with you, I'm taking the high road on this one. I, I don't I don't want to see Geno. I don't do want that? it. I don't want it to be he a one-year thing
1: to the Jets, except get his job,
0: ruined. You fucking ruined the Jets, dude. Gino Smith ruined the
1: Jets. Think so. I think the
0: Jets ruined (laughs) Gino.
2: He ruined the Jets, he ruined the Giants. But to be fair,
0: (laughs) he was never stellar with the Jets, and whether that's his fault or not, he gets his fucking face punched in over a couple of hundred bucks, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick leads them to almost the playoffs. So, man, got paid. I mean, the man got paid, the man's doing well.
1: I guess the Gino ration has started in Seattle. You know,
0: (laughs) it's just the ultimate Pete Carroll. It's not you, it's me. Wasn't Russell, it's me. Yeah. P. was just you know, like, we're going to get it done. That's kind of how yeah. I
1: feel the, in the same way that it was just like, all right, well, we let Russell walk. So we're,
0: it seems like we're doing better without Russell. <laughs> but I'm still here. <laughs> hit an absolute slam dunk, slam dunk in the draft last year. P. Carol, with Walker, you're saying? With Walker? In the draft? You're talking about Kenneth Walker? I'm talking about I, I was blanking. I'm talking about Kenneth Walker. I'm talking oh, okay, about okay. talking about Charles Cross, first right. round pick, yeah. tackle, offensive tackle. I'm talking about Tariq Woolen in the fifth round. Yeah, Tariq Woolen's been popping. The entire draft. A lot of people graded them above the Jets. They had them at one and the Jets at two. And that's just like you being silly. But right. they're like the Jets and the Seahawks definitely both had great jobs. No, the Jets drafted very well. Um oh. I just think it's a little silly to suggest that like Woolen's not better than Sauce. No. Absolutely not. I don't know if Ken Walker is better than Brees Hall, but we'll leave we'll that one out. as a TBD. We're yeah, gonna we'll find, find out. It, it, that would really all depend on how Brees
1: Hall did this year, but you know, unfortunately, I don't think
0: they drafted anyone with the impact of Garrett Wilson. Mm, not that I could.
1: Yeah. I mean, Kenneth Walker was easily their best pick. Probably. Yeah.
0: Oh well, Woolen was was yeah, good time too. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I think I think the the Seahawks are interesting. Um, if they could just get a number two that's not... Um, Ty Lockett. Ty Lockett. I was going to say Doug Bolin. Ty Lockett. <laughs> um, I think they'd be better off. I mean, I have no problem with Ty Lockett. I think he's a good player, but I just feel like there's so many games I watch where I'm like, oh, he went four for 45, and he might have yeah. a gets Gets a little less
0: easy when you're not just running underneath Russ's moon balls. Too. Right, right. But, like,
1: you know, if you throw, let's who's like, a mid-tier two receiver, like, that can be serviceable there. Um, it sucks. There's no free agents this year, it feels like, for wide receivers besides DeAndre Hopkins, but and he's not even a free agent. But. You know,
0: if Lazard. you put
1: someone to the level, yeah, over like Alan Lazard, maybe there, maybe it's better if you put someone to someone of the town level, Miko, like, right? Isn't Miko a Mecole free agent? Miko's a free agent, too, or Miko Hardman would be like That's, a great yeah. two next to DK Metcalf there. Um, and they're tight end, they have no fun yeah, yeah, who's- so who's
0: Flashy. Yeah, he's, he does it here. They now. had the other guy who was... I, I want to say O'Shaughnessy, but I don't think it was O'Shaughnessy. They had... Didn't
1: I thought they it have was an, O'Shaughnessy. Is no? it
0: O'Shaughnessy? Their they, other tight end, white guy, long hair, caught a bunch of touchdowns late. I don't know if it was O'Shaughnessy or... Tyler um, Croft?
1: Am I making that up?
0: It's not Tyler Croft. <laughs> <laughs> You're it up. Um, Fuck the Seahawks, dude. Fuck Pete Carroll. I don't like you, Pete. I don't
2: mind.
0: I don't like you, Pete, because you ran from the Jets like a little bitch. You ran from USC like a little bitch. And quite frankly, I expected you to...
1: Will Disley.
0: Will Disley. Yeah, Will Disley. That's who it was, yeah.
1: Drew Lockett's still on the roster?
0: Yeah, 100%. Man, look at that. I mean, he's not a bad backup.
1: The fucking running back's wild, dude. Kenneth Walker, Penny Rashad, Travis Homer, DJ Jowes. And we saw all four of them this year. And uh, Goodwin—I don't know how to say his last name—but yeah. Oh, Tony Jones Jr.'s on their team too. Uh-huh. The guy from the Saints. Interesting. Yeah, dude.
0: Scraping the bottom Laquan of the scrap beat. Too. What the fuck? They did have Laquan Treadwell last year. What a bum. And Marquise
1: Goodwin. Forgot about him too.
0: Bum. Two bums. Treadwell nah, Goodwin, and Goodwin.
1: Goodwin's just older at this point.
0: Yeah, you're right. Laquan Treadwell, bum. Quantum and I thought games. he was going to be sick.
1: We didn't mention either on that team. And oh. Bruce Irvin still. Yeah, Old dude, and great Bruce the Seahawks fucking low key kind of a little bit of a powerhouse, honestly.
0: Just a rough division that yeah, they're going to have to compete in.
1: Where they playing at, it's fucking tough.
0: Good on Gino. The man got paid, got it done ahead of time. Didn't, yeah. have, to, didn't have to fuck so around with the tag.
1: Have a fucking bad year, I guess. No, just kidding. He'll be fine. He'll
0: be fine. So let's talk about someone that did even better than Geno Smith on the market. Light years better than Geno Smith on the market. Dimes, Daniel, Daniel, comma, dimes, Daniel, comma, dimes. Four years, one hundred and sixty million, with an additional thirty-five million in incentives. We're talking forty million dollars a year for Daniel Jones, who I believe is the. Only quarterback, like, I forget the the exact stat I saw, but he's started at least 10 games in three consecutive seasons where he's thrown less touchdowns than games played. Yeah. And he got $40 million a year. And I'm just not sure if it's best for business. uh, It's really not. I'm just not sure, but we spoke about this back in August when we talked about what if we were playing the what if game back in August, Brian, do you remember? And we said, what if, what if exactly what happens happened? What if Daniel Jones plays all right, doesn't lose them games, doesn't win them that many, maybe God forbid, wills them to a playoff appearance or a first round win. And now we're in a situation where you'd love to see what happened. If he actually had a fucking playmaker or two on the perimeter here we are, we're yeah. living it. What happened was $40 million a year. They have an out after year three that would leave $9.8 million in dead money. Yeah, yep. So, I guess not terrible. I'd feel a little bit better about it if they had an out after year two, but it's just, you know, we yes. don't always get what we want here. In the so, NFL.
1: as an outlandish, hot take, I guess Giants fan being, you know, crazy, if he's getting paid Patrick Mahomes money, I need a Super Bowl. I need a Super Bowl. I mean, what are we talking about? You're getting paid $5 million less next year than Patrick Mahomes. I need to see the New York Giants in a Super Bowl. I don't need them to win it, but you fucking need to get there. You need to be in the Super Bowl over the next four years if you're going to get $5 million less than Patrick Mahomes. Because Patrick Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls and everything else, has been an AFC championship, you know, appearance. And he's been what? This is his sixth year? Been to three Super Bowls. Three Super to. Bowls. Sorry. Yep. Listen, and that's and that's what? He's six years or seven years in at this point.
0: This is gonna be his seventh year, but he only started five because he had the red shirt. Well, freshman that's what
1: I'm year. saying. So essentially he's been on a four year contract as well, at
0: least for the beginning part of his Chiefs. So they've almost played... I mean, it's wild. Absolutely bonkers that we're even considering comparing dimes to Mahomes. Well, not on a talent. But the financial figures are forcing us into it. Right. That's what I'm saying. You have forced us, even especially when we've already looked at the market, where Derek Carr took, I think, AAV of like 34 or something on his deal. And then... The Gino deal was an AAV of what thirty-three, something like that, right? Three years for 105 million? Something like that. So yeah. 36 million, something like that. And now Daniel Jones, who I do not think is marginally better than either one of them, is making marginally better money.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's concerning because like, all right, cool, we got Jones. The best thing that happens was that we were able to sign Jones and franchise tag Barkley. The issue I feel like now we're gonna at have- the at the wire. At the wire, right. Like literally 10 minutes before. But the concern I have now is is all year we were talking about, oh, he needs a receiver. He needs a receiver. How are we signing them? How are we getting them on the team? Essentially, all we did was re-sign Daniel Jones and keep the same roster that we said all last year. Imagine if this guy had help around him. But we didn't, like how we get, it has to be a trade, I guess. I don't know.
0: Can you see, I don't know who their beat writers are. For uh, any company, but can you see if anyone- One of them is the
1: Jets guy that we always talk about. He does both.
0: Oh, Connor Hughes? Yeah. Can you see if anybody has a projected remaining salary mm-hmm. after the Jones and franchise tag? Because that's like 10.4 million plus, I don't know what Jones's cap it's going to be in year one. I think it's Actually, 29 million. We'll this, so. I think it's 29 million in year one for Daniel Jones, total cash. So we're talking about- Twenty nine plus. We're talking about almost forty million in in money wiped off of the the salary cap right there, right? I think we said they had sixty something million with the opportunity to create up to a hundred if they cut. So line it looks
1: like over the cap updated with Daniel Jones's contract. Looks like right now their available cap space is eighteen million. Do you hey, know what, like, Dexter Lawrence isn't signed right, yet? That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's the problem. Like, and we still. Like, is it just going to be another year of cool? We pay, like I said, we paid Daniel Jones, and now it's
0: like, imagine if this guy. We got Isaiah Hodgins for nothing. That's fun that we got to keep Isaiah right, Hodgins for I, nothing. Isaiah
1: Hodgins is great, and I'm grateful for everything he did this season. But I'm sorry, he's not a number one receiver on the majority of any other NFL team. Like, it's just not. It's not a thing. Like, but yeah, man, it's concerning.
0: Um, now I know that they can rework money or cut Leonard Williams and save a ton
1: um yeah he's top of the list here um he has he's 32 million on the cap this year
0: what would his dead hit be his dead cap his
1: dead money is 20.
0: so they would save 12 million if they cut him this yep. year not ideal i think you're coming to him and saying hey buddy can we try to hit you with a new orleans saints ponzi scheme deal here right where we fucking
1: dude galladay
0: still a 21 million dollar cap hit yeah but they saved what nine million by cutting him
1: they're gonna save six it looks like
2: oh wow so excuse me
1: six mil in there but yeah
2: man it's fucking it's gotta, so wild. gotta
0: be a way to make more money gotta be a way to get more money available here absolute insanity dude i mean there's i don't know how because all of this wonderful cash space the giants have all, all the these year, guys
1: that would help us save so much cap we really can't carry it on who <laughs> else is on there i mean obviously barkley um, did they cut Evan Neal? Is that what this means? No, Evan Neal, they just There's resigned.
0: No chance they cut Evan. Neal. Yeah, Evan Neal. Did they just draft Evan Neal?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am trying to figure out what these parentheses mean, and I figured it out. Yeah, this. these are people who they just got resigned, basically, because Thibodeau has the same thing. Um, sure, it's
0: not a rookie deal. It is a rookie deal. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They I was just got, yeah, yeah, they're on a rookie deal. Okay, okay. That's what it means. Um, so the biggest cap savings outside of Barkley, who would be $10 million, is going to be Kenny Galladay. Six. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Adoree Jackson, $8 million, 8.5 would save in the cap.
0: Probably getting a rework or a cut. I would say Leonard Williams and Adoree Jackson are 100% going to be casualties of war here. They might be, honestly. Which the, the Giants' desperate need for a playmaker on the outside. I don't want to transition yet, Jack. How do you feel about Daniel Jones? I almost just walked right over this kid and went another. their next. Speak up. <laughs>
1: Jack's never really had anything to say are about Are you just going to be fired though. up
0: when we get to the end of the podcast and we talk about the Yets? Because it's almost yet. We're almost here, dude.
1: <laughs> the Yets are exciting right now. We can move on to the
0: Yets. Well, they're at the... On. I got a couple. Daniel the Jones,
1: I was going to say, he's never been a big Daniel Jones guy anyway.
0: Because you know, If I'm a Giants fan,
2: here, here, I'm going to put myself in your shoes. It's Jews. not the Jets,
0: it's Jalen Hurts, bro. No,
2: no, What are we doing? That's all I have to say. What are we doing? Pump the brakes.
0: It's too late, dude. Full steam ahead. The boss is leaving.
2: I agree with Hawk. I cannot step on this.
1: The problem with, and I agree with what Jack's saying, I think the issue is, and the Giants do this, and you said this before too, if he hit the free market, he was getting signed by somebody anyway. It doesn't matter, you know? It just sucks that, you know, even if... The problem is is if they let Jones walk, who's our option now? Because Carr yeah, was the signed. For, no, the the, the, the,
2: the team team real team. issue... Here's the problem. Hold on. Here's the problem. If you don't sign Daniel Jones, guess what happens? You are now in the quarterback sweepstakes. Derek Carr wasn't signed until recently, and Daniel Jones, was, Daniel Jones was signed before Derek Carr. That's
0: why I'm like... Derek can... Carr was signed before Daniel yeah, was, Jones. Really? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Jones Derek Carr was the first one.
1: Yeah, he got pretty much... But uh, I get what you're saying. We could have got like... You know, if you don't get Jones, then you're in the Rodgers. The Derek Carr, the Lamar, like that. That sort of area, which... If you're saying what I think you're saying, that would be much better <laughs> than fucking
2: Daniel Jones. That's what I'm saying. What are, what are we doing? I I understand. That's a great
0: question. Here's what we're doing. Very, very crucial, very, very crucial to be able to keep Barkley, too. Yeah. Simple fact of the matter was the only way that they were going to be able to keep Barkley, too, was if they signed Daniel Jones and slapped Barkley with the tag because they were worlds apart and not in a, they were in a rough situation. They were rock, hard place, giants right in between the two. Because they had both of these guys. They wanted to desperately keep them both. And I don't believe there was any way it was happening other than get Daniel Jones signed, slap Barkley with the tag. Because I think the smartest move to do in this situation would have been to slap Daniel Jones with the non-exclusive franchise tag. Go ahead and see if somebody else is prepared to some. offer you 40 $42, 44000000 a year. Give us the two ones. Take him, baby. Yeah. That would have been the move here. Or just slap the exclusive franchise tag on him and keep the thing moving. Because that's what the franchise tag is for. The franchise tag is basically there, one, to help out small market teams. But also for players who have an outlier season in a contract year. All right, here's the franchise tag. Let me see if you do it again. Yeah, That's what it, what it exists for. And it's the perfect situation for what we need it for here with DJ. But what do you value Barkley at? Because right. you, you they... This is the way it had to happen to keep them both. There was no, listen, I I would, I love it. Just sign Barkley. Barkley should just take a team-friendly deal because he wants to win here. I'm so sick of hearing that. Why (laughs) should anybody take, hey, you make fucking $30 an hour at work? Don't you want the company to succeed? You should take 22. Yeah. What are we fucking talking about? I'm so sick of hearing shit like that. Take the blue and fucking white out of your blood for a second. (laughs) Think about—it's it, a business. Why is it a business for the team, but it's got to be personal for the players? Yeah. Enough of that. There was no situation where you're going to be able to keep both, without it going down this way. Now, if you're going to tell me you were okay with letting Barkley walk, then all right, we got a we got a conversation we could have here. But yeah. if you wanted them both, is the only way it was going to happen. I was always
1: under the impression that Barkley was going to walk, but
0: I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's still he's got time exclusive. to fuck around. Yeah, he's not exclusive. No, they gave him the exclusive oh, tag. Yeah. So there's plenty of time for him to fuck around and find out if not. he doesn't want to put the pads on come August. Right. And maybe they trade him, but I don't, I don't know. Speaking of the scarcity in the wide receiver market this year yeah. and the Giants' need for a wide receiver despite not having a ton of money. The Vikings and wide receiver Adam Thielen are expected to part ways. Yeah, I thought they will this. first discuss some sort of pay cut, but ultimately they're gonna wind up parting ways. Adam Thielen, veteran veteran wide receiver, still gets open, still makes big time plays. Probably at this point in his career, going to be looking to play for a contender or a team that can contend. Mm. And obviously he's still gonna to want to play. I think the Giants line up on two out of those three. Yeah. They're a team that can contend. He will absolutely be wide play. receiver one on yeah. day one. And you know, could they be a legit contender? Maybe. I don't know if Thielen pushes pushes them over the edge, but if you yeah. get Thielen and a healthy Wandale and Isaiah back, and who's the other guy that was hurt all year?
1: Wendell Robinson.
0: No, Wandale I said already. Who was oh. there? Was another one who was hurt like all year too? I mean, Shepard was hurt. Um,
1: oh crap! I'm blanking on his name right now.
0: Not Slayton. Right?
1: Slayton didn't get hurt. I don't think until the end.
0: Well, I'm not thinking of the Chiefs, the guy, right? Because he was also hurt all year until he got traded to the Chiefs. Kadarius Tony,
1: Richie James, Marcus Johnson, Colin Johnson, um, David Sills. That's pretty much it.
0: Maybe I was just it thinking. It was Wendell Robinson. Wendell for sure.
1: And he was hurt. He uh-huh. tore his ACL, but when he was playing, he was. Maybe uh, when his. he gets right, he's better.
0: Isaiah Hodgins obviously came on late. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Richie James, is I mean, he did his best, but that doesn't excite me in a top three. No. But I don't know. Would you like to see Adam Thielen in, in big blue?
1: Uh, My only concern with him is, is as he's gotten older, he's getting more injured. Like, yeah. We watched a lot of clips of Adam Thielen hobbling off the field this year. But in the same breath, we don't really have anything else better. Um, and like you were saying before, the wide receiver free agency this year is scarce. We're probably not trading for DeAndre at this point, I would think. Um, I guess it has to be Thielen or Miko. I know Mikko was a big one that everyone was kind of... Talking about, yeah, me gonna get paid. I was gonna though. say, I think me yeah, I think Miko's gonna want to paid get paid. And, paid and He's it. not gonna leave the Chiefs
0: to go to the Giants. Alan Lazard's <laughs> gonna get paid, and Juju's a free agent too. Is he really? Yeah, oh, so I do want you to deal with the Chiefs, yeah, but
1: they'll probably resign
0: him, probably, unless yeah. he wants to test the market. It's always gonna come be, down to the you money. Know what it is,
1: man, about the Chiefs, man. I think guys just go there, they're like, we can, there's no, there's like a 50 50 shot, we'll be in the Super like Bowl, like Tyreek so. Hill. Well, I think Tyreek Hill was an instance where he got his rings and then the money came and he was like, All right, I got my jewelry, so let me go get
0: paid now. Like multiple teams have called about Brandon Ayuk as of right now. Niners are adamant about not trading him. We'll fucking see about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll
1: see about that.
0: The Rams have given Allen Robinson permission to speak with teams about a trade. God bless. Which is what a fall from fucking grace, my man. Talk about it's sad, I just man.
1: It sucks. It was always the
0: quarterback, right? Dude, I was. It was always the fucking quarterback. It was Blake Bortles' ass, right? It was Blake Bortles' garbage, and then it was fucking Mitchell Trubisky's garbage, and Justin Fields can't throw. And now we go to the Rams coming off of a Super Bowl win with Matt Stafford, a top seven quarterback in the NFL, who aired it the fuck out last season, who now. Injuries happened, but it right. never happened for Allen Robinson this Alan, year. Allen Robinson barely got on the field. And that's a team a team that is starved for talent and is starved for cap uh, relief and is starved for, for everything is willing to just say, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. A team that has the quarterback, and even if that's not the guy, Baker, they're really impressed with the way Baker played last year towards the, at that last stretch when he played for the Rams. Yeah, And they're willing to say, no. Nah, Bye-bye. Go ahead. See see what we could get for you. You do the legwork for us. Maybe it wasn't the quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to feel that way. Maybe it's just you, Allen. Maybe it's just you. Do you think, would you trade for Allen Robinson?
1: No. I'd rather have at Thielen at this point than Robinson.
0: The Rams called you and you're like, six-round pick. For Robinson? Sure. Yeah, yeah have it.
1: Six-round pick? For Allen Robinson? You think the
0: price is going to be high? No, no, no. No, no
1: way. No, I'm saying if they call us up with a six, go ahead and take it. We'll figure out something with Allen Robinson. We got fucking Isaiah Hodgins running out here. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> what are we talking about? So if it's a six, that could at best turn into a four.
1: I mean, if it turns into a four, that means he had a good season. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll take it. We need, we need a receiver. Like That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: The, like, the, the price can't be that high. Six like, that can turn into a four.
1: And like I'm saying, if it turns into a four, that means he probably had over 1,000 yards or whatever the – Or the Giants just played well. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, I'd take that. Why not? I mean, I'd rather have Thielen now that we're – Really? I mean, kind of. I mean, at least we know what Thielen's done in the last year or two. You know, Alan Robinson last year, the whole – like we were saying, the whole big thing was always on the Rams. He's on the Rams. But I'm pretty sure by like week four or five, they weren't even playing him. He wasn't even on the field for a couple weeks. Because I remember uh, Pat had him in fantasy and he was like, I don't even know if he's playing this week. And then he randomly caught a touchdown at the end of the season and it was like (laughs) a career revitalization for Allen Robinson. They're like, well, glad he got one. I mean...
0: (laughs) Watching the Rams play, it was like, where in the world is Allen Robinson, dude? Right? They were all over that man all season like white on rice, dude.
1: I think Robert Woods ends up back in LA. I think that's what happens. I, I forgot. He's a free Cooper agent Robert too. Woods. Robert Woods probably takes less money because he didn't have a great year last year. Um, and then I think he bounces back coming off a year removed from the ACL. I think that's what's going to happen. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. The Robert <laughs> Woods going to the Rams. Jack. Feed for hands. Allen Robinson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, dude, nothing. The tangibles, but just yeah, it's, everyone's got it's
0: tangibles. Not this is the fucking NFL. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, well, then it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Today, in a flurry of moves, the New York Jets cut wide receiver kick return specialist Braxton Berrios saving $5.3 million on the cap. Back-to-back followed that up by trading a 2024, so not this year, next year, seventh-round pick for Chuck Clark, strong safety of the Baltimore Ravens defense not only is a defensive leader on that team and a stud of a run support strong safety, he's also the signal caller in the Baltimore Ravens defense. Oh, shit. So out of 69, let me see, I think I screenshotted this to save it, which would be lit, because then I could credit the person who tweeted it. Because we're not about stealing ideas on this show. (laughs) Here it is. Oh, it was uh, at the Jet Press on Twitter. Chuck Clark is immediately the best tackling safety on the Jets roster. PFF tackling grades in 2022. Out of 69 eligible safeties in 2022. Chuck Clark. Well, let's do it this way. Jordan Whitehead, who was the big addition last year, who was the box safety run support guy. Ranked 58th out of 69 eligible players. Jeez. Okay. Well, Marcus Joyner, their other starting safety. Ranked 56th out of 69 qualifying players. Chuck Clark ranked (laughs) 9th out of 69 qualifying players. There it is. As far as run defending safety goes. so Damn, that defense is about to be fucking stout. Joe Douglas traded Blake Cashman, who was a late round pick from the previous regime, 4-3 outside linebacker who was injury-ridden injury in college, injury-ridden for the Jets, never really made an impact. Mm. They traded him last year, two years, I think last year, for a sixth-round pick. Oh, jeez, okay. And just acquired Chuck Clark, a st- instantly the best safety on the roster, for a seventh-round pick next year. Joe Douglas is right now a top three GM in the NFL. The fact that there are some Jet fans out here that are saying he should possibly be fired. The simple idea that if they don't make the playoffs, him and Sal will both need to go at the end of the year is completely fucking preposterous. And when you asked us in the group chat when the trade happened, if it was a good trade, it's Joe Douglas. Right. Don't judge him on his wins. Judge him on his losses because he has so few. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like... joe douglas again just continues i mean obviously howie roseman i think is doing better than him because he took that eagles team and the shit he's done with that team is incredible but i don't know how many other executives are having a better four or five year run than joe douglas has had with the jets right now it's absolutely immaculate
1: and it's funny because he's in a position now where the team's young and it's talent so like these four or five years have been great but you're kind of setting yourself up
0: for the next four or five years essentially with yeah, a ton of young guys, Old ton people. of young talent. And the
1: nice thing I like about the Jets, the nice thing, but the cool thing about the Jets that I like about their roster right now, I can see it on Twitter a lot. The young guys are fucking immersed in the culture. Like, I don't know if you've been seeing Sauce and Brees and everyone else petitioning to get Rogers, like just fucking anything they can. To I have but get him on know, the radar. How
0: do you feel here, Zach? Yo, yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, Fuck. Oh, I dude. mean, you know what, man? It's. I think you got to get it if it's Rogers.
1: I think you totally get it if it's Rodgers. I also think it's kind of a win-win for you because now if Aaron Rodgers does what a older quarterback should do instead of being the way Brett Favre was towards him, it would be a great mentorship for fucking Zach Wilson.
0: He doesn't need to do a damn thing for Zach Wilson if Zach Wilson does the right thing. Right. You don't need somebody to coddle you and mentor you and no, pick no. you up. Yeah. You can just observe. Just watch what's Just going watch, on. learn, take notes, fucking... Two eyes and two ears and one mouth, because yeah. you should look and listen twice as much as you talk. Right. You know? Yeah. Talking about one of the greatest throwers of the football, your childhood idol, a lot of similarities right. in pro- play style. Learn a thing or two. Whether Rodgers is standoffish to you or not, he could come out in the media and say he fucking hates you, dude. <laughs> if you want to... if because. So there's obviously the follow-up with the Jets. It's reported today that the Jets have agreed... The trade packaging contract is in place for Aaron Rodgers. It is now just up to Aaron to let the Packers know what his decision is. Really? really that was far. Diana Rossini because, you know, obviously yeah. earlier in the week, the Jets press took the Woody's private plane out to meet him. You I knew that. that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so then they came back. Diana Rossini reported today that 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 the the package. I the meeting
1: went very positive, apparently.
0: <laughs> so apparently, typically when teams allow that in situations that. like this one where the Packers allowed the Jets to meet with Aaron Rodgers, that typically means at least a loose idea of what the the package is going to be has already right. been agreed to. Yeah. So allegedly now it's all up to Aaron Rodgers. This, I think, is the best case scenario for Zach Wilson, for the Jets, and for the Jets and being able to keep, you know, add a veteran quarterback, take advantage of this winning, vin- win- winning window, mm-hmm. see if you can't go get a Super Bowl, have elite quarterback play. And still not give up on Zach Wilson. Because now, so he plays two years, retires. Now that's Zach Wilson's fifth year. Got one more year to see if he learned anything. And after that, you cut ties with him for nothing. No dead money. Right. And you can honestly look around, go look Zach in the eye. You can look yourself in the mirror. Joe Douglas and Salah could look at each other and all say, We gave this kid a fair shake. We did our best. Because if you go in, And you sign an offer sheet to Lamar and the Ravens decline to match it and you ship the two ones over and you sign Lamar to 300 million fucking dollars. It's over. If you go sign Derek Carr, it's probably over for Zach Wilson. So in my opinion, this is the best situation for all parties involved. And if Zach wants any business, forget about even being a starter, having a job in the NFL at all three years from now, four years from now. He needs to look at it as the opportunity of a lifetime. Right, that's what I'm Cause saying. Because we, when he came in and was drafted, they didn't even have a fucking quarterback who would started a game before on the roster. So he had no. Right. Now was, you got the one of the best. Yeah. To look at in this era.
1: No, I think I think Rogers going to the Jets. I mean, it's like we talked about all of last year. We're just they were just one piece away from really kind of pushing the envelope. The defense still stacked. Um. All your players are young, so they're locked up as far as, you know, the next three years probably goes, three or four, depending on, you know, where they got drafted. But um And with Zach too, the same thing you're saying, Rodgers will eventually retire. You have to assume probably at the end of this contract he's I mean he's probably two more years a piece, you two know, Two more years. Even if Zach does like you're saying, two years under Rodgers, and then you still got Zach, he's what on his third year at that point, fourth year?
0: He'll be in his fifth year. Two years, like he's right. So then
1: you're setting Zach up for a position where you're like, yo, we're going to extend your 50 year option. You need to prove something this year now that you've had two years to kind of figure it out. And then, and also, who
0: knows, maybe in the Nat Hackett offense, Zach gets it a little bit better, right? If
1: Aaron Rodgers tweaks something, maybe if Zach comes in and fucking throws the lights out, you never know. I mean, I, yeah, it does suck that Zach Wilson's players are petitioning for Rodgers, but you know,
0: it just can't feel
1: awesome.
2: It probably doesn't,
1: but I think the way the season went, like kind of like how everyone was saying towards the end of the season with Zach Wilson, he probably does need to do a little bit of self-reflection and kind of just realize, like, you know, um, don't sell your team out in interviews. Not good. Like, if you don't have the support of your team, it's going to be bad. Like, you know, with any sort of workplace, with any sort of thing, like, the thing that makes businesses and operations function smoothly is the trust in the people working around you. Do you know what I'm saying? And on a football team, I'm sure that's even – it's probably even more, more important, especially if you're the quarterback of the team. So I just feel like – like kind of like you were saying, the media was on Zach giving him this. He has no team support. So this is a good, a good chance for him to kind of revamp, revitalize, build some trust back into the team. You know, like if they see Zach out here working with Aaron Rodgers, then, you know, eventually the attitudes have to change. Do you know what I'm saying? You, like, you would
0: fucking hope so. You, you have to like, you know, if you have any, if, if you have any business what he's in the league,
1: doing and he's fucking getting better, then you know you can't fault him for doing what he's supposed to be doing. But
0: the trade compensation is where I get concerned. What is it I mean don't, now? Nothing. There's nothing. There's no reports or gotcha. anything like that. But I, just, my opinion, it cannot be the 13th overall pick this year. My opinion, it can't be involved. You've got so I think tonight. you got to keep it's that next pick. year's first. No problem because if all things go according to plan, that's going to be pick 28 or better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I have no problem giving up a 2024 1 pick 13 is too damn valuable in this year's draft. There's yeah. still holes on this team. Right. They I I forget the exact number, but it's right around if not under $10 million in cash space the Jets currently have. Before an Aaron Rodgers trade, mm-hmm. which means if they agree to this trade in this contract extension, whatever it's going to be, they need to make space. Jordan Whitehead might be likely to get cut with the, with the trade of Chuck Clark. I believe Chuck Clark's salary is like $2.5 million this year. Jordan Whitehead, I forget exactly something in the 7 to $10 million range, mm-hmm. something like that they'd save by cutting him this year. Corey Davis, they free up $10 million by cutting him this year. Free up like another twelve million dollars if they cut Carl Lawson. But the two of those three are, are important starters for this football team. Yeah. Like we were just talking about it last week. Jacoby Myers is asking eighteen to twenty million a year.
1: Yeah, that's what ten
0: million for Corey Davis doesn't seem that crazy with this kind of money people are trying to get these days.
1: Yeah. Receivers just know where the fuck the game's at right now. Definitely. Um I just had an idea and it completely escaped me. Oh, wouldn't mind having Corey Davis on the Giants if he
0: gets cut. Just saying. No, why would you? No, I take. Him why on. would you? He's, he's a a solid. He's a monster run blocker. Him. What do you think
1: the Jets should take at thirteen, though? And I don't uh, know what the draft looks like this year, so I'm not.
0: It all depends on how March falls with who they right. sign and whatever. Because it seems like QB-wise, I don't there's think...
1: only one guy, or two guys.
0: There might be four in the top ten. Yeah. Well, if Anthony Richardson j- jumps like everyone yeah, thinks combine. he's, he's going having... to jump. Yeah. Because Anthony Richardson jumped from, like, plus 9,000 to plus 300 to be the number one overall pick over the, like, course of the last month. Bryce Young, obviously, weighed in. Dude, they're roasting him. Bryce Young, Bryce, Bryce Young measured at 5'10", 204 pounds. Yeah. Not ideal. Will Levis, big, strong-arm kid, played at Kentucky, When you watch the tape, there's a lot of things to like about him, but the level of competition is always a concern, especially at the quarterback position. Kind of gives you Big Ben vibes. Big, big, strong kid. Right, big arm. Laser arm. Yeah. Tough as shit. And then there's also a missing one with C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. We just saw him light it up in the playoffs. Absolute Herculean effort. A missed field goal away from going to the national championship. Right? That's how that ended for them. He's another one who is awesome. He had that funny uh you see that TikTok I sent about they're like CJ, don't we're trying to improve our draft draft stock. Don't say anything wild. Yeah. And then they called to him at the combine press conference and he's like, "Oh, I wear number 7 cuz my favorite quarterback of all time is Mike Vick." <laughs> Like, so I really, you know, I, I really like to mold my game after him, like not only with the athleticism and using your legs, but also like being a poised pocket passer as good as he was, especially for a black quarterback. This right. Is what, what he said. He's like, and then my other, <laughs> because the other the other guy I really admire and try to mold my game after is Deshaun Watson. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the four of them could realistically go in the top ten, especially with the Bears. Theoretically trading his number in. one overall pick.
2: Yeah,
0: but the Jets is interesting. It seems like this thing we were hoping it was going to get done before we went on the air today. I would really just—I thought it would have. I just checked my phone to Nothing. see if anything came in. Nothing. It's but probably going to be tomorrow. This will probably come in, you know. But it's—I it's, mean, you imagine it's got to be done by March fifteenth when they start going to talk yeah, to other players probably. and free agents and shit like that. Which you all be next week. In a
1: row. When we're in. No, we're not in Florida. Yet.
0: We're in Florida next week.
1: Not on the fifteenth.
0: This time next week, I'm in Atlanta. No, this time next you'll week, be in we're in Florida. Yeah, the 15th, be Florida. I'll be in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you're going down the day before.
0: Yep. Gotcha. I'm flying to Atlanta, spending the night with Billy, doing the old drive down. Billy texts me, well, we're going we're gonna to nap <laughs> and then get in the car at 1 a.m. and blitz it.
1: God bless. I won't even be down there yet. so I'm not going to be down there until like, I think, 2. I think it is. Let me see. Hopefully if my plane makes it I'm on Frontier so it might crash. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Don't say that.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, I'll
1: be there at two oh nine. I'll see you boys. So we're shooting to get there at
0: noon. All right. <laughs> Billy's like, we'll drive a couple hours, find a bucky's, take a nap, get back on the road. <laughs> Mike sounds good, dude. Whatever you say, I'm in. He's asking me if that was okay. My response was, bro, I'm game, bro. Yeah, there's no like, plans. Whatever you want to do, I'm in.
2: <laughs> um, I, gave,
0: I waived my right to choose when I said I'm flying to Atlanta and driving the rest of the way. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Atlanta's a nice airport.
0: Anyway, I would assume this Rodgers
1: deal probably gets done like you're saying. I think it might be tomorrow. I don't think it gets done over the weekend. Overnight? It's just not wake, up, wake up, up in going. the
0: morning to the news? Right.
1: Um, or if anything, like you're saying, maybe Monday, Tuesday, next week before the official NFL right before it's time yeah a lot easier to try to
0: sign alan lazard when aaron Rodgers is already on the roster right you know yeah definitely very quiet over there partner
2: oh well there's currently a spider on a web just crawling up in front of me you know oh is that is that what you were doing
0: yeah oh yeah look at that so you didn't uh, end his life dude
2: I was just gonna let him hang out, you know.
1: Yeah, he's not. He's gonna. He looks like he's going back up.
2: He's I was back looking up. to he set him like, on fire. He looks like he's on his way up. Yeah, he's going back up. Looks like. He, I think he's pretty smart cause he picked something up off the floor. Yeah, he's got a little snack, dude. What? Right. Yeah, he's got a little snack. Dude, he ha- shot
1: it.
0: And all you're gonna right kill right. this man. I was going. To kill this is my home. If we were outside, this man is fighting The difference is the walls, dude. Fight for a meal outside. You're in a basement. You don't pay dude. taxes. You're in the ground right now. You this don't pay taxes, dog. We're big. within a structure. You make babies pay is... taxes? No, but she's a pet. I want her here. <laughs> well, he's go- He's leaving. Dude. I don't he, know, you know this he, guy,
1: dude. He feels the vibes. He's fucking out. It just he's takes
2: down him here a while. you hanging out with Bruce, dude. Yeah.
0: He probably knows Bruce better than you, dude. To be That's honest. not true. <laughs> That's not true, dude. I remember the day Bruce came home. I remember the day we got Bruce. I lost him. Oh, well, there he is. He's chilling. So, Jack, what's up? (laughs) Rogers, Jack. (laughs) How do you feel about the yes? Let us know about
1: the Rogers uh, trade.
2: Listen, man, you know what? I hope it gets done. Some of my dumb idiot friends wanted Derek Carr and they were like, oh, fuck, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I think he's washed up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You see, clearly, you don't pay attention to football and you're a fucking idiot if you think Aaron Rodgers is washed up. Aaron Rodgers is definitely not washed up about that. Like, here, listen, if any of my friends who work with me, if any of my work acquaintances listen to this podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, if you think Aaron Rodgers is washed up or you think Aaron Rodgers is any bit worse than Derek Carr, you are a fucking idiot. I, I, I can't tell you anything else because I, you don't watch football. You don't watch football and you're a Jets bandwagoner. And to be honest, I could kick you in the throat, but you know, that's about it. I hope Aaron Rodgers, like my, my best friend, one of my best friends the other day, he was telling me, he was like, I'll take Aaron Rodgers. You'll take Aaron Rodgers, dude. Better just get on the ground and, and you start kissing, kissin', you start kissing shoes, dude. Licking boots. You better Licking say fucking boots. thank you and you Once better you wind be up with Zach fucking Wilson, grateful man. that you have a fucking future Hall of Famer at the helm of your fucking team. Because I'm done with the people who Not are for nothing to record.
0: If Rodgers, if Rodgers says no thanks, dude. <laughs> that would be tough. Just give me Zach. Yeah, you think so? Just let him fucking sink or swim, because I don't want Tannehill or James G, dude. Yeah, that would be... Fuck that. Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to put this team over the edge? Jimmy Garoppolo comes to New York, dude. Week seven, TMZ is going to have him in a strip club with cocaine under his nose. Jimmy G? Yeah, dude. If he starts part... Jimmy G is like... Famous for dating and hooking up with porn stars, bro. Yeah, I know that. You don't think that guy parties and slings dick? He probably parties. You don't think he slings slings fucking touchdowns on Sunday, (laughs) but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he's slinging peen around, bro. (laughs) Wherever it's got to go. Wherever James wants it to go. I don't know if it would go great for Jimmy G in New York. I really don't. I mean, you know, do
2: you have anything else?
0: I tell you right now, that bet I placed on the Jets to win the Super Bowl, I bet, bet two separate bets, Jets to win the Super Bowl, Jets to win the AFC Championship, the day after the Super Bowl this year, and those odds are going to get dramatic. If they haven't already dramatically jumped down, they're going to the minute this comes across, and that's the reason I put it in, and hopefully it pays off. Well, t- two years ago, it was the Deshaun Watson bet. That didn't yeah. happen. So now we uh we hope Aaron Rodgers, you know?
2: <laughs> Maybe this year.
0: Maybe this year's the year we strike. That's all I got for today. If you guys got any other closing remarks, you know, statements, concerns.
2: Wanna, you know, let's cool it down a little bit here. Let's hit some ice. I got a little <laughs> got okay. a
0: little little uh little puck to close the show. I
2: do. Um and it's about Conor McDavid. Edmonton, Oil, Edmonton Oilers star Conor McDavid's statistics are more befitting the high-scoring 1980s than today, t- today than today's tighter-checking NHL. This is an article I found on HockeyRecap.com. The gifted center shows 821 points in 522 games, Jeez. with his scoring rate being 1.487 per game. Ranks fourth on, on the all-time scoring list for the NHL. Damn. Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and Mike Bossy are the only players ahead of him.
1: What team's this guy on? The Edmonton Oilers. Okay.
2: Damn. It's the same guy who his teammate is the second highest scoring player in the league, and he is first.
1: So the Oilers fucking score. Is yeah, it sounds really like. Wild card. <laughs> All right. So, Do they not play good defense? Is that I, it is? I guess
0: the <laughs> they. Is... They haven't been great until this year. The whole time he's been on the team, they've uh, the whole thing has been like, they better get him some help or he's just gonna walk because gotcha. he's gonna get tired right. of this shit.
2: Uh, Wayne Gretzky at one point nine twenty one. Mario Mario Lemieux one point eight three eight eight three, and Mike Policy one point four nine seven. Rest so, in peace. Yeah. Damn. Um, this man's scoring almost two goals a game sounds like he's having the most productive run of his career and uh
0: those were the only three people that had a higher scoring rate than him and i actually know
1: those people (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um, Yeah. bossy because of long island and the other two yeah Yeah.
2: the he said his new personal best already for points in the season at 124 okay so uh there's still 20 something years
0: to go Jesus Christ!
2: On pace for 156. No player has been 150 since Mario Mu won the Art Ross Trophy with 161 wow. in 1995,
1: 1996. Damn! So we're on some record-breaking pace. Since then, That's Nikita Kucherov's 120-point, like 128-point
2: season in 2018, 2019, best single-season production the NHL has witnessed. Uh, fifty-four goals, also career best. He has never reached fifty goals before this season. He currently owns an eleven-game point scoring streak. Damn. Um, Bet on anything him. Anything else here? Boston Bruins still destroying it, and they're the first team in NHL history to reach one hundred points in sixty-one or fewer games. The Bruins are. The Bruins, yeah, and they're the one seed. Uh. They also acquired Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings, who's a pretty good scorer. Um, Fuck Boston, and, you know. <laughs>
0: Fuck the whole city.
2: That's about it. I mean, from you know that Mike uh, Connor McDavid. Conor
0: McDavid's gonna, an absolute lightning rod, dude.
2: He's gonna make history this single-handedly year,
0: single-handedly bringing back hockey. Yeah.
1: How uh? How far are we out from playoffs? Twenty games. It's like what three weeks. It's like
0: similar to basketball schedule. I know. I know they're usually it's, on the same. It's
2: twenty games, but it gets stretched out because the hockey goes. The playoffs go longer than the basketball playoffs, but they run right. the same. They run. Okay. Okay.
0: Very like similarly. April, right? Like late April. Yeah. But late mid April playoffs they can go will start.
2: Into June, like they the uh, The playoffs.
0: I'm yeah. saying the playoffs start like late April. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The
2: playoffs start later, I believe, in the NBA. I would say no, playoffs end. start in April
0: in
2: the NBA. Yeah, but late April into June, finals are basically done by June.
1: Yeah, yeah I was going to say last year on the Just cruise, I was watching the- people going into the playoffs, which was the last week of April, it's the third to last week. I was watching the Warriors a lot on the cruise. Right, it was Warriors, and grizzlies last year no in the
0: conference final no, in the first round i don't know who they played in the first round yeah whoever oh, it god was god bless yeah they were a low seed. i thought yeah i can't remember who was nuggets
1: not sure there was a bunch of warriors fans there it's the only reason why i remember
0: good for them <laughs> you got anything else brian i'm all good all right let's close the old show then brought to you by house of epic podcasting tiger pack productions Sachi D. De, de Niro, Stay Thirsty Company, Justin's Chop Shop, West Hampton Beach, and Dino Skate Park. Peace out. Stay tuned.